and welcome back to the TTPA, Tatani Talks Pirkei Avos, the year where we talk a Mishnah of Pirkei Avos per day with sagely commentary and practical advice to say. Here in Season 5, we're using the commentary of the Sforno with the explanatory, with the explanatory notes and translation of Rabbi Rafael Palkovitz. So, we're up to Yossi ben Yochanan. He talks about Yossi ben Yochanan, Ish Yerushalayim Omer. Yossi ben Yochanan, the leader of Yerushalayim, the next one in the transmission of the chain. We talked about him, he and the, and the other one were, were the connectors in the chain yesterday. Your house should be open wide. What does that mean? When I think of a house open wide, I think of one of my favorite characters, one of my favorite biblical characters in the entire Tanakh. I think of, of course, of Avraham. Avraham had his house literally open wide to everyone. How? He had four doors. So imagine a huge tent. Each side of the tent had an opening. So any which direction, north, south, east, west, he could have had a guest and he could have had them come in and he could have had them be able to be serviced, to be served really and to be accommodated for. Your house too should be open, always open to people, always open to guests, always open to helping people out. I joke that I I call the kitchen, I do the cooking and, and many things around the house, so when I do the cooking... I joke, and we have different things that uh, that that were made over the years. Tani's takeout. So my wife made one over the years, and um, another one I had from over the years. And and we joke that it says rated one, always open, established 2013 when we got married. Tani's takeout. So that's the name of the kitchen. And there there's an aspect that it's always open. So anytime someone needs something, just the other day, last week, a friend went through a very intense uh, situation. So. I went and my wife said, let's make the Shabbos for them. So I literally made Shabbos for us. And, and that's, the, that's the, the Sabbath, the 24-hour period where we have different meals and we need different food. And then I made an entire Shabbos for them from soup to nuts, literally. So I made a chicken soup and then I made a taco soup. And we gave them fish, and we made the broccoli and the cauliflower with the big six, I call it. Those are my big six spices. The garlic powder, the onion powder, the chili powder, the paprika, the salt, and the pepper. And then I made the kugel, and uh, I gave them my uh, what I call candied strawberries. Basically, strawberries with uh, non-dairy milk and cinnamon and sugar. It really tastes amazing, candy. And then I gave them other things also, and that was called, that's what we mean. We need our house to be open. We need our house to be giving. And of course, nowadays in a safe and healthy manner, I wouldn't recommend thousands of people coming, but the idea, the concept, metaphorically, how your house is always open to help people. Your house is always open to give to people, to lend to people, to give out to people. We're big on books, lending out books, lending out different things. Anyone needs this or that. Someone's missing a plate or a platter. Sure, take. Someone doesn't have any pans. Come, take some disposable pans if you're missing them or disposable sheets. Oh, you're missing this. My house is always open to help you. That's the idea. Patuach l'ravacha. It should always be open. The poor should be as members of your household. It doesn't mean they have to live in your house. Like Rabbi Machlis has wonderful stories and and his wife, Allah Shalom, where they would have so many people living and they would have so many people every Shabbos. But it means that they should literally be on your mind as if they're part of your household, supporting them, giving food if you can, donating to the food bank in your community, donating to Yad Eliezer in Israel or donating to Masbia where they give dignity to food of meals in Queens and Brooklyn in New York and giving to 
giving to Tom Cheshabas, where they send out food to people who need it. Let the poor be part of your house, be part of your thought process, be part of what you give from your tzedakah, from your charity. Let them be part of your house. Do not converse excessively with a woman. Keep as many male friends as you can if you're a male, and female friends if you're a female. It just works much better on many aspects, not even halachic aspects. They said this by your wife. How much more so by another wife? Don't even go there. From therefore, the sages said, Whoever converses excessively with a woman causes evil to himself. It's not going to be good. It could bring a lot of problems. Be careful with this. Excessively be careful with this. Torah neglects Torah study, and eventually will inherit Gehenim, God forbid. Just something to avoid at all costs. So let your house be open wide. Let your house be open wide for the needy who are worthy, the Sforno points out, so that their needs might be met without them having to ask, in order that they not feel embarrassment. Let the poor be as members of your household. Let the poor be involved. Employ them. Give to them so that they might earn their livelihood honestly. And the notes point out, this Sforno interprets the teaching, let the poor be as members of your household, to mean that one should employ disadvantaged individuals in order to help them regain their dignity. The highest level of tzedakah, the Rambam points out, is giving someone a job, getting them back on their feet, letting them be functional, letting them be independent, letting them be involved in occupation themselves to support their family. This interpretation is similar to that of Bartonur and his commentary in the Mishnah. Don't excessively talk with a woman. When the Tana says this, don't excessively talk with a woman, even with one's own wife, he means although it is proper to converse with her regarding household manners, as our sages say, if your wife has short stature, bend over and whisper to her from Baba Mitzvah, nonetheless, do not overly indulge even in such conversation. And the notes point out, I have concern that the reader misinterpret the warning against talking with the wife as a denigration of judgment or intelligence, God forbid. This forno reminds the sages have always encouraged consulting with one's wife. Rabbi Yossi's only concern was that excessive idle conversation robs one of precious time which could be used more productively. And don't excessively talk with someone else, aside from your own wife, and don't neglect Torah study. Since the reason for avoiding excessive conversation with a woman is not because of immodesty or determined morality, Although it definitely is a byproduct, since the tonic cautions one to avoid this even with one's wife. If so, the reason must be because of wasting time, which most people are not aware of. Through this, a man causes evil to himself in his temporal endeavors and neglects Torah study by wasting time and squandering his mental powers in his pursuit of vanity. The Gemara cited the notes pointed out by the Sfarno depicts the clever, misleading ways of the Yetzir Hara, the evil inclination. The, teach, the, the words can be such as the treacherous way of the evil inclination. Today he says to do one to one to do this, tomorrow to do that, until he eventually tells him to go to idols, God forbid. The man obeys. The statement of the sages is based on the verse in Psalms quoted by Sephora. It's interesting to note that his commentary in Tehillim, the Sephora interprets the verse differently. There he writes that the strange God in man refers to the alienation and rejection of the divine image in man, not to the evil inclination. In truth, however, there's no contradiction between this interpretation and that of the sages and tract Shabbos. Since nature abhors a vacuum, once the divine image in man abandons him, the Yetzirah enters to take its place. 
and eventually inherit Gehenna. He will eventually inherit Gehenna, for this is the way of the evil inclination, to lead one from evil to evil. As the sages said, that's the way. There will be no strange gods among you, no should worship any foreign deity. You have to be careful. What strange god resides within man's body? That's the evil inclination. So the best way to avoid evil inclination is to be involved in Torah, to be involved in Chesed, to be involved in Tzedakah. How do you do that? Start with your home. Let it be a place that is patuach l'revacha, that is open wide, always open, always there to help those around you, always there to lend an ear and to do good and to be involved and help those around you, always being able to give spices, to give food, to give books, to give clothing, anything you need. You know, there's a clothing drive that comes once a year and it's always exciting. I always try to think, what can we donate? What can we give? What can we give to these people, especially in Israel who are so needy? You have old shoes that are in great condition, but you don't want them, don't throw them out. Give them to Yad Leah, this wonderful organization. What can you do? How can your house be open? How can you keep poor people on your mind, even if they're not living with you, but you could donate to them? You could be involved in food pantries and donating to the food pantries and to Tomach Shabbos and to Maspia and Yad Leah, or all these different things. Be like an Avraham and make sure to, to direct your attention towards your wife itself and not to other women. Make sure to focus yourself. Be involved in Torah mitzvahs and chesed and have a wonderful Torah-based lifestyle and Torah-based outlook. Join us next time as we talk about making for yourself a rabbi and making sure you have a really good friend here on the TTPA. And I'm your host, Tani.